Good evening. What's up? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? I hope y'all are doing a fantastic or having a fantastic day. Um, I hope that your Monday has been fabulous and productive. I hope you had a good weekend. Um, yeah. So, as you all know, okay, you might not know actually. <laughs> This is the season finale for season numero tres. And so I'm excited. Um, We're going to go out with a bang. Nice little conversation starter. Um, And then we will be coming in with the bang for next season. Um, And as you all know, I like to take a little break in between um, my seasons to get myself in order and prepared. So we will be going on a two-week sabbatical. It's not a sabbatical. Going on a two-week break. And then, um, because you know your girl starts school today um, and things are crazy. We are also back on campus for work. So these next two weeks not only are going to get me prepared to give y'all the best season next season, but also um, I will be able to get my head in order with a bunch of school going on around me. So um, today's the 22nd. Your girl will be back with y'all on September 12th. Okay. So remember that September 12th is our um, new season that it will be dropping. So please let me know if there's any topics that you guys want to hear me cover um, next season. Anything, like I said, I got some good openers um, for next season. So whatever y'all want to hear me talk about or my thoughts on anything, let me know. So that way I can throw y'all in for the next season. Anywho, We are going to be um, talking about some things. And this particular topic has been a wildfire um, all over socials lately. And I think that I would love to give a nice perspective, my own perspective. So some time ago, there was a clip that was circling around of a young lady. I think she was 22. Uh, She was living at home. She was on the Steve Harvey show. Okay. She was living at home um, with, you know, living at home while she was going to school because her parents wanted her to go to school. She wasn't working. um, And so she was completely a dependent, right? Um, Because her, her parents wanted her to focus on school. Her dilemma was that she is not treated like an independent or an adult. She feels like um, her parents do not um, are not allowing her any independence. Um, she was still having some issues as far as like having to obey certain rules, things like that or the other while she was living at home. And of course, Steve Harvey being Steve Harvey, he told her, girl, you're a dependent. You're not an independent. So you live at home and you l- live according to the rules in which are set at the house. Okay. There was another girl who, um, I don't know who, I don't know her name, whatever. I saw her video on TikTok. She took a snippet of that video and went into a whole little rant on her own, um, about how that is called, that is, um, a form of like financial, um, manipulation. And that basically her standpoint was, um, even though you are not contributing to the household, 
uh, you don't pay like any bills or whatever, um, and you're living in someone's house, you should still have full right to, um, live by your own set of rules. Right. And a lot of the older millennials obviously had a whole lot to say. And some of the, the tail end of the generation before us, I think it was, I think it's Gen X, um, had a whole lot to say and saying that this girl is stupid and entitled and all of the good stuff. So, um, so that is kind of the basis of what we're talking about today. This, these are my thoughts behind it, right? As someone who had did go through, right, um, a similar situation, I do believe that, especially as, you know, black parents, if you are going to encourage your student, your, your not your student, goodness, if you're going to encourage your, your child to um, not worry about um, finances or any kind of like financial responsibility um, or household responsibility as far as like paying for something or whatever, you're not requiring them to get a job um, or whatever because you want them to focus on their schooling or you are encouraging your kid to stay at home for whatever reason, for whatever they're doing, right? When a kid turns 18, and this is really specifically towards the, the Black community, if you're allowing your, your child to stay at home past 18 uh, for whatever reason, there are certain things that you should do, right? One of them being uh, treating them as an adult, okay? Um, giving them adult responsibilities, sitting down with them and, and drawing up, if you want to do a contract, whatever, but drawing up boundaries and expectations of one another, because there's nothing more crippling than a parent that allows their, their child to stay at home. And then you continuously treating them as though they are a minor, right? Um, because if you tell them for whatever reason, if something was to happen and they have to leave your house and go out into the real world, they're not going to know what to do. So if that means, you know, letting them know, Hey, you're going to be responsible for X, Y, and Z, or maybe you should look at getting a part-time job. Or if for whatever reason you are deciding that you're going to give them an allowance and make them whatever, 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 whatever whatever that looks like for you. Okay. You have to get to the point where you treat that, that kid like an adult and bring them into what it means to be an adult because child responsibilities are very different than adult responsibilities. And as many as y'all want to say, when you turn 18, you are not grown. I would beg to differ a lot because no, they may not be mature but they are a legal adult. At that point, you are no longer responsible legally for that kid. Okay. You are no longer, um, 
you're no longer qualified to answer for them. And that's just the reality of the situation. And the reason why I say that is because not saying that if, you know, there's any like legal responsibility, but I mean, there are certain things, right, that you can still be legally responsible for, and that's insurance. Outside of that, that that child is responsible for themselves, 110%. Because if they decide to do something, whether it is that they chose to do that thing, um, or you told them to do that thing, which that's still them choosing to do it, um, and they so happen to end up before a judge, that judge is going to say, you made that choice as an adult, as a legal adult, so you are going to have to suffer those consequences, okay? Um, that goes for making life decisions. If a kid past the age of 18 is making a life decision based off of what you told them to do, they are going to have to answer for that decision, okay? Um, and that's the reality of the situation, right? So um, we need to start being setting our children up for success. So that way, when they do decide to spread their wings and go out into the real world, they know how to survive as an adult, okay? Now, we all know that there are still adults out there that have been thriving and living on their own that still call mom to ask for help with certain things, okay? We see it. People joke about it all the time, but I personally know people who do that. All right. I know people who do that. But like I said, once I, I, me going through it, but the difference was, okay, listen, I was going through it, but I was actually paying bills, um, and, and, um, working. Right. But I was still having that problem with my mom where there was those boundaries where she wanted to treat me as a child, but expected me to do adult things, um, which was weird. And when I tried to spread my wings and, you know, try to be an adult, act like an adult, that she just wouldn't let me, right? Um, and and that, that was a thing she had to go through. There were people who, you know, told her and talked to her about what she was doing and how she had to let me fly and things like that and whatever, whatever. Um, so kind of going back to the original young lady, that was on the Steve Harvey show. Um, if her parents are encouraging her to just be a full-time student and live at home and depend on them, that's great. But they also have to understand that she is an adult (laughs) and it, and it's only fair to come up, like I said, with some level of expectation for one another, whether that means extending curfew giving her some sort of responsibility, a little bit more responsibilities as an adult, because when she leaves, say, say all is, all is well in the world. Okay. And she lives like that and she's 24, 23, and she gets her degree and she moves out. Okay. She finds a job. She moves out on her own. Homegrown going to know what to do. Is not going to know what to do. She's not going to know how to handle money. She's not going to know how to, how to survive on her own. There are things, and it's cute because you want to shelter your kid. It's cute until they become an adult and have to live life on their own. Once again, speaking from experience, okay? I am the baby of the family. 
my mom, you know, did the absolute best, but I was sheltered. Okay. I was sheltered and, and it was what it was. There are things that I am still realizing that I did not know that I probably should know as a, an adult in her thirties. Okay. Um, and that's the reality of the situation, right? Uh, it's crippling, unintentional crippling, but crippling nonetheless. And we have to think about those things. Um, as we know, high school does not prepare you for adulthood. There are a lot of things that we do need to teach our kids. Um, so that way they can be prepared for the world. Um, and that's just whether or not they stay in our house or if they leave, right? A lot of times students are, I don't mean to call them students, but a lot of times Children, you know, we have to learn the hard way, especially children of minority, okay? Um, We have to learn things the hard way. And sometimes it shouldn't be like that. Um, Obviously, that's just kind of how our communities are because of the things that we've gone through historically. But, you know, we can prevent a lot of those things, a lot of those hard lessons as parents. Um, Now, we can give our children all the tools in the book. Okay. Every tool in the tool shed, it's up to them whether or not they want to use it. Right. Um, now if they have to learn the lesson the hard way after we've given them all that we could, then that's, that's a them thing. Right. But as a parent, you know, we should try and give our kids as many tools as possible to help them flourish as adults. Um, how you go about that, that's that's between you and your household, right? Um, one of the things that I try to do as a parent, um, granted, my, my kid is a lot younger, but one of the things that I try to do is I try to give her worldly perspectives on situations. I try to give her real life scenarios with real life outcomes that can affect her, right? I'm, I'm honest with her. Um, when it comes to the things that she decides to do, I try and give her answers that are age appropriate, um, to, you know, the things that are in the world, the things that she sees. And I also try to tell her, you know, um, if I'm, if I'm making a decision, why I'm making that decision, why I look at things the way that I do, why I do the things that I do. Sometimes it does get irritating because I know that she's only asking because she's challenging my authority, but you know, it is what it is. So those, those are the standpoints that I take in this moment right now as to, you know, how to better prepare, um, my child, right? And that doesn't just stop at my child. I did mentoring for a long time. Um, and, and even looking at my nieces and nephews and things of the sorts, um, I try to do the best that I can when it comes to preparing them for the real world. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of things that we don't know because our parents are trying to shield us from the true world. Now, is that right or wrong? Who knows? that's a decision that the beholder has to, has to decide on their own. Um, but we do need to look at things, right. And make sure that we're preparing our kids to be thriving adults. Um, I had seen this video of a girl who, um, she was saying how her parents would give them a weekly allowance. Um, and they would take, they would take taxes out 
And then they also would make them put some away for savings. Now, the money that was quote unquote taxes, what they would do is they would put it into like a family account. So when something in the was needed for the house, everybody in the house would sit down and vote on where that money would go, where that money would go towards. And she gave an example of, um, there were a couple of things that the house needed. Um, they were looking at buying either a new microwave and something else. And everybody in the house voted on on what that what that tax money was going towards. And, and the majority won and they bought a brand new microwave because they needed one. But as an adult in her 20s, I believe that she was, she had mentioned that she is so grateful that her parents did that because when she finally became an adult, got in the workforce and realized how much of her check is taxes and, and how much comes out of her check that is taxes, she wasn't surprised. Also, she understands and, and, and was able to be taught on what it mean, meant to save money and what that looks like and handling re- responsibilities and just kind of being a little bit more financially um, aware. So those are the things. And a lot of people would say, oh, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that, whatever, whatever. But those are some of the things that make sense, right? Um, that are good practices in in reality. Um, you know, a lot of people feel like, you know, oh, we shouldn't uh, take away a child's um, uh, take away someone's childhood by teaching them adult life lessons. But what better way to prepare them for adult life than teaching them adult life lessons at age, you know, that are age appropriate, uh, in age appropriate manners while they're children? Because it is, everyone says a child is like a sponge, right? They soak up everything. So why not give them things to soak up that are really going to benefit them in the long run? You know what I mean? Um, so it's just kind of, <laughs> I know everyone that's listening to me is not a parent, but um, if you do decide to be a parent, if you are a parent, or, you know, just looking at how you can help influence someone's life in, in some form of fashion. Um, that is, I think those are really cool. And I wouldn't even say cool. Those are important things to think about, right? As parents, as people in the black community, we have to do much better with how we handle the next generation, right? And that's concerning household, just being in the household. Um, We understand that we have to do things, you know, we try to do things the best way that we know how. But in doing that, that also means we have to acknowledge when things can be better they may not necessarily be broken to you, but they can be done a little bit better. And using the excuse of, well, my mama did it to me and look at how I turned out. Please stop saying that. <laughs> because you struggling. Nine times out of 10, you might not be a terrible person, but baby, you struggling. And if you had been given better tools, okay, to work with, you probably wouldn't have had as many hurdles to jump. 
And I'm glad I, I said that because giving y'all a visual, because I know I like I like giving examples to make my points, right? Jumping a hurdle is not a problem. Jumping a lot of hurdles is also not a problem, right? But if you had the opportunity to run a 100-meter dash with hurdles, would you rather run that 100 meters with four hurdles or seven hurdles? As you learn to run, you're going to learn the proper form in which to jump the hurdle and keep your speed, right? So even though you might have the seven hurdles and you learn how to jump those hurdles efficiently and still maintain and potentially increase your speed and win that race, it doesn't mean that running the race with only four hurdles, huddles, four hurdles is any less great, right? Um, I hope that made sense. But being able to give the proper tools and teachings to the generation behind you will take some of those hurdles out so they don't have to jump them. Just because I ran, you know, ran this 100-meter dash with seven hurdles and was able to do it efficiently and still win the race doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to want the next person behind me to jump those same seven hurdles because I can give them some insight which will alleviate some of those hurdles. So now they only are going to have to jump four out of the seven because I was able to take three away. And does that mean that there aren't going to be any more hurdles that they'll have to jump? No, because they're going to have to jump hurdles on their own that will be created just because everybody's life is different. But if I can alleviate certain things, I'm going to try and do that the best way that I can. And that's what we have to remember as the Black community with that whole saying of my mama did it to me and I'm fine. You had to jump 18 hurdles. You made it and you won that race. But you realizing how hard it was to jump those 18, why would you want someone else to jump the same 18 hurdles? That's crazy. Slightly selfish, if you ask me. So let's continue to be a little bit better. Do what we can to set up the next generation for success, right? Whatever that looks like to you. Like I said, I know not everyone is a parent that is listening to this episode. Um, But we all have influence on someone who's not in our generation and is in the generation behind us, right? Especially others in the same community as us. Let's try and do the things that we can to make sure that we set them up for success. That way, when they do enter real people life, real, real adult life, They have a certain amount of tools that they can use, even if they've already entered into adult life, right? Helping them along the way, 
to make quicker and better decisions so that way they don't have to go through the same things we went through, don't have to try and figure out life the hard way, we can assist them to make better decisions, right? Equipping them to be the best way, to be the best person that they can. Even if they are dependent on us in some form of fashion, that doesn't mean that that takes away their independence altogether. And that was kind of one of the things that I had a problem with that Steve Harvey said to that girl. Yes, she is dependent on her parents. That does not mean she cannot be an independent adult at the age of 22. There are things that they could have set up to allow her to embrace her independence. Um, so that way she can learn what it means to be an adult and independent. You can be independent in certain areas and be dependent in others. That is possible. It is very possible. Okay. She might be financially dependent on her parent, but she can still, they can still give her some more hefty responsibilities that will give her a sense of independence. So that way she can feel as though she's contributing some sort of fashion. We can do that. That's very possible. Okay. I can be dependent and an independent. Okay. I say it all the time. This is kind of a little left, but when I do decide to be get, you know, be in a relationship and get married, I'm going to be dependent on my husband in a lot of different areas. That does not take away my independence as an individual, right? Yes, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. But what if, say I fall into the same situation as her, something happens and now I'm, I'm having to depend on my husband 110%. Financially, he's taking care of me. Financially, he's keeping a roof over my head. He's taking care, he's helping, taking care of the children, whatever, whatever. So does that mean that I'm no longer an independent person? I can't be in my independence. He can't allow me to be independent. No. He can I can still be a depend, I can still be dependent upon my spouse and be an independent. Your child can still be dependent upon you and still be an individual and independent in certain areas. And we can train them to be an independent adult, even though they may be dependent upon us in certain aspects. All right. Okay, I'm off of my soapbox now. <laughs> we got to do better. We got to do better. We got to do better. Okay. So um, that was my topic for the day. I love y'all. I hope y'all have a good week. Like I said, we will be back September 12th. Brand new episode, brand new season. Um, hit your girl up on Instagram, on the IG, slide into my DMs at Weirdest Podcast. Let me know what you want to hear. If there's any topics um, that you want to um, to hear me talk about, anything that's on your mind, it could be anything, 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 um, as long as it's veered away from politics as much as possible. All right. Um, I will see y'all back. I love y'all. Please, please, please um, continue to be great. Continue to work on those goals that we set in the beginning of the year. Continue. We're going to have a check-in about that. Maybe that'll be our first episode. Instead of doing a get to know the host, we'll do a check-in on our goals. Maybe we could do both. All right. I will see y'all. See y'all September 12th. And, okay, if you haven't told somebody, tell somebody that you love them today. 
And if you haven't told yourself, please go stand in the mirror and tell yourself that you love you because you can't love nobody if you don't love you first. I I will see y'all in a few weeks. This is your host, Mealery, of the world's weirdest podcast, okay? Because we are here to make things weird and living in the world of weird and loving one another. All right? I'll see y'all later. Bye.